This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I was flipping through the channels the other day, but there was nothing good on. I had nothing to play. So I went to my computer and realized that there was so much content before my eyes. But there's nothing but Netflix in my heart and on my screen. There's always something that Yes, that's right. Nothing But Netflix is back. And this week we're talking about Netflix's uh, The Great British Baking Show, a.k.a. The Great British Bake Off. And here we are with a man who uh, is not British, but is still great. Uh, Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm good. Uh, Is it Bake Off or Baking Show? How How did you decide? I said uh, baking show. I do think that more people know it as baking, uh, bake off. Yeah, I thought it was always like the GBBO, you know, the Great British Bake Off. That's mm-hmm. what I thought it was. I was yeah. looking for it. And so I came across the baking show on Netflix. So I watched that instead. I mean, really, it comes down to what do you prefer, BO or BS? Uh, I am. Mm, I don't know. This is a tough one. I was going to say I was going to go with BS, but you know, BO isn't always bad. BO, BO isn't, isn't always bad. <laughs> I mean, you know, in some circles. Okay. <laughs> I feel BS is more harmless. Like, ah, it's just BS. I don't worry about it. Uh, BO, I feel like it's more like, oh, watch out. BO. Oh, no. I, oh, you mean like 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 BS, like as a slang term. I thought you meant like, I'm from Texas, so I thought you meant like feces. Like bullshit. Yeah, I mean, but I, 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 yeah, I didn't mean like the actual, like I, I've never yeah. dealt with like li- like literal BS very much. Wow, the privilege. Well, some of us, <laughs> so. some of us well, have how, to deal with that. How often is it just like on the street? I mean, this is Texas. There are horses and cows and stuff everywhere. And the people will tell you that they're not that uh, that it's not like that, and that that's an exaggeration. But that is a lie. Like you can find any random street in Austin, Houston, or Dallas where someone is just walking down the street on a horse or with some type of cattle attached to their car. So that might that mask the bo. I'm, uh, it contributes to some smells, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'd probably say to be over that. Okay. Well, we're going to be dealing only with uh, lovely smells coming out of the <laughs> ovens of uh, the 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 kitchens of uh, the great British baking show, and we have uh, two great GBBO or GBBS <laughs> experts here with us to talk about it all. 
Of course, uh, we have uh, Kurt Clark and Haley Strong here with us. Uh, Kurt and Haley, how are you? I'm quite chuffed to be here today. Yes, chuffed to bits. Yes, yes. Made, made my way through all the faff to get here and podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, okay. Uh, uh, Haley, how's your weekend going? Good. Um, today is actually the start of my technical weekend as a uh, employee in the hospitality field. I oh. have Sunday, Mondays off, so I have another day off tomorrow. I'm ready to rumble. Very nice. Hey, ready hey. to bake some spooky cookies tomorrow. That's what I'm. That's on my good. Game plan. Good. You're already in the uh, the the baking uh, mindset. I am, but um, I'm mo- I'm more of a nailed it baker than a Great British Bake Off baker. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um and Kurt, how are you doing? Doing well. I actually did a fair bit of baking yesterday. Um, uh, normally not a baker, but uh, gave it a shot. What did and you make? I made a pear and walnut streusel coffee cake. Whoa. We were supposed to have a caramel good. sauce for it. It turned actually, because we were watching the most recent episode of Bake Off. I was like, oh yeah, that's what I did wrong. Because yes. there is uh, yeah, some uh, bad caramel sauce. Yes. On this, you said, and you texted a picture to Haley. Yes. Wow. It does kind of look like nachos there, but it does look like a cake <laughs> yep. in the actual photo. Kurt, by the way, did you get tagged on any of these tweets that <laughs> apparently Giles from Who Done It has been showing up on Dancing with the Stars? Excuse me? I did. I did see a couple things come across my uh, Twitter stream uh, about that. I, I wasn't. It, it wasn't enough to get me to tune in. Is his wife uh, on Dancing with the Stars? I don't know. I have oh, we're no get, idea. Who who's his wife? Uh, let me see. Let me just let me get to, let me pull this tweet because please if you're if you're texting if you're tweeting us right now, we're going to get to the bottom of this, okay? All right, <laughs> we're going to get to the get to the bottom of this. Like hold uh, hold your responses. Okay? Uh Chappelle, while I'm uh just mm. uh looking that up real quick, you know, I was thinking about like is there any connective tissue here today between of course other than being on Netflix? Uh, last week we talked about Squid Game with Josh Wiggler, uh, which was very mm-hmm. fun to go through. This week, a uh, great British baking show. Uh, what's the through line? They're both on Netflix. Both on, uh, both on Netflix. <laughs> They're both on Netflix, and they both seem to be phenomenons in their own right. Uh, Squid Game came out of nowhere, seemingly, and just took the top spot on Netflix, but. The Great British Baking Show seemingly has been around and just like killing the ratings and the fan bases for years. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, when you talk to people about this show, that's all people want to talk. Like, they they love this show. The people who watch it are all in. It, it might be a cult. I'm not quite sure. It's not. Uh, I have questions for Haley and Kurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, Melora Hardin uh, uh, looks like. What? Is that. Uh, yep. She's married to Giles, so yeah. Giles isn't like a real person. He was a character. And Levinson Gould, mm-hmm. yeah, he yeah. Was not, yeah, he was not a real person. Uh, Giles Levinson Gould, uh, wow. And so he's just, just on just, just Levinson. They got divorced. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, what is? Um, yeah. Oh wow. So Chappelle, she's I, good. She's really good on the show. Yeah, I, I think that the um, the through line between Squid Game and a uh, great British uh, baking show is that uh, both shows involve people who have uh, difficulty at times uh, uh, cutting their baked goods out of the tin. <laughs> yeah, fair. we we saw that a couple times. And yeah, if this was anything like Squid Game, a lot of these people would have died. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think my fave would have been dead. Um 
can we can we talk about Maggie eventually? Like we're gonna get there, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. So we're gonna talk about. Uh, I think we were gonna put like a little bit of a focus on the latest episode. Uh, so I didn't even know that Netflix does this of having episodic releases, and so I was very I was chuffed to bits when I found out that they're doing a great British baking show uh, on the weekly. Haley, have they always done it this way on Netflix? No, I would say they started this last season, I believe. Um, It's actually great. Um, It it comes out about three days after it actually airs in the UK. So you do kind of have to avoid spoilers for that little bit. Um, But it used to just come out um, in a chunk, in a, in a big chunk, usually after the season has already aired. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it was always, you would run into spoilers, like no matter what, no matter how hard you tried. So this is actually a really fantastic little model they're putting out. Yeah. Um, and I would love to see more shows on Netflix kind of follow that example, especially if they're coming from, um, across the pond as, as you will. Yeah. So we're going to, you know, uh, focus in a little bit more on the week that just went by, but we'll probably mostly talk about the series as a whole. Chappelle, have you have any had any experience with Great British uh, Baking Show? No. So I have a friend who loves this show. She, it's all she talks about. It has become her second favorite show of all time next to Gilmore Girls. So that means a lot to her. And so when she tells me to watch this show, I'm like, oh, I'll get to it one day. I'll get to it one day. Because I've watched all the other cooking shows. Like, I'm like a big Top Chef guy for a while. You and I talked about Hell's Kitchen on the RGP mm-hmm. Rewind. So I felt like, okay, we can do this again. But I was kind of surprised that this doesn't quite fit the same mold as those other shows. And now I see, like, why the people who like this show feel so strongly about it. Yeah. Because it's not like any of the other ones. Well, let me just say, I am not a cooking show guy. But I loved Great British Baking Show. I yes. Am, I'm thrilled to hear that. And I loved it. Good. I'm so glad. Like, and it's it's one of those shows. The reason why I love it so much, it just it feels like a warm blanket. Mm-hmm. It, it has a completely different vibe than any other cooking show. There's no real competition element to it, except that somebody goes home at the other end of the episode and somebody wins. You know what they win? An engraved cake stamp. That's it. No cash <laughs> prize. Nothing. They nothing win exactly. nothing except glory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They just get a plate. It's so polite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Kurt, I would love to... Sorry, I'm going to take over this podcast. Please. Kurt is like a fairly new watcher. Um, right before we started the Bake Off podcast last season, he had watched a season and that was kind of like his first, um, you know, foot foot in the pond. Um, Kurt, why do you love Bake Off? And like, how? Wh- what drew you to, to loving it so much as like a fairly new fan? It's it's a lot of what you said, especially because I, I started watching it during lockdown last year. It was precisely how you you kind of spelled it out as it was a a warm hug or like a a weighted blanket of binge watching, and you know it it is it is completely different. Um, there's there's a few. It reminds me of several other British shows where you're just kind of like sitting back and letting the Britishness of it wash over you. Um, just the, the and plus, I'm not that familiar with baking as a whole. And so I think that's a, is also just learning things over the course of the last year. But I've only seen, I think, seasons three and four and now 11 and 12 um, or eight and nine if you're following the Netflix numbering model. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's yeah, it's just the people are just so warm and just 
kind to each other, which is kind of a nice change of pace for reality TV. So I found that the show is almost identical in format to another reality show that I have watched over the the last couple of years. And I don't know if there's any other shows that fit this model. Chappelle, do you know where I'm going with this? It sounds like you're talking about Tough as Nails. No, 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 definitely not Tough as Nails. No, I, I found this to be identical in format to Lego Master. Have you ever uh, watched Lego Master? I know, I'm not familiar. Okay, so basically, Will Arnett is the host of Lego Master. Uh, Lego Master is it, its pairs where this is people competing individually, but basically... They say, okay, this week is blah, 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 blah. And then the pairs like go and they, and they build their projects. And sometimes they have Mm. like really ambitious projects that they try to do. Will Arnett like makes jokes and like messes with them for like the 45 minutes while they're putting their Legos together. And then at the end, the judges come in and it's like, oh, like, I I like what you did there. I like what you did there. And then basically like, you know, uh, and somebody gets the gold brick of like they did the best job and then they get down to who did the worst job. But it's almost the same exact thing, but with Legos as you have here on Great British Bake Off. And the, the difference in dynamic between the comedic host and the serious judges is there too. And yes, yes. Yes. Like basically just this, the same thing on, on this show. Like uh, do, do the two hosts of the show, the two presenters, do they even know anything about baking? No, no, no. As much as Will Arnett like, knows about Legos. Yeah. They're there to goof <laughs> off and make jokes like while everybody else is doing the work. And that's like the same, the same exact thing. And Will Arnett is very funny on Lego master. Yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw a good Instagram post about uh, the Great British Bake Off, and it said British cooking shows are like, tell us about this wee tart you've made. The crust is just lovely. And American cooking shows are, we replaced your knives with Phillips head screwdrivers and released raccoons into the kitchen. This the clock is set for thirty seconds. Please bake us a piece in the Middle East, like you know. So that is kind of the difference you get between like the Hell's Kitchen, you know, under the like under fire with Gordon Ramsay yelling at you, or you know, um, Top Chef where they're telling you. Okay, you make all of this, but we only going to give you three ingredients, and you got to do it. Well, versus this, which is so polite and so like, it, g- it gives you space to yeah. actually bake. Yeah. What a concept! Mm-hmm. And the the closest that comes to having a, and I think that's a great point. It's very gimmick free. The closest that there is to a gimmick is that second challenge, the technical challenge, where they're given very sparse direction on how. Like I think I can't remember it was one of the episodes they they kind of they zoomed in on like the sheets. It was like step seven, bake. You know, there's like no information on time or temperature. They kind of have to puzzle that together. That's the closest that there is to, I'd say, a gimmick here. Yeah. So I'm just saying here at the top of the show that this is a show that's uh, dropping weekly on Netflix. If you're on the fence, like you could easily uh, catch up and just continue on and uh, join in for the rest of the show because uh, we are only four episodes into this thing. How many episodes do they normally have in the season? Ten. Ten, ten-ish? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that, too. That's a manageable workload yeah. of television. And yeah. it's only an hour. Like, I mean, it's a little more than an hour just because the commercials are set up as a little different in the UK. But it, it's it's an hour of television worth watching. It just it's very peaceful. Um, If you have kids and you're looking for something new to watch with them, I think that's a really yeah. great. And then you could even do bake alongs like if they make something oh. in the show you can bake bake something after it's just a it's it's just the most lovely show and i, I would say that there's a little bit of a shift from when they changed over to channel 4 from the bbc it's gotten a little more um like the show stoppers are a little crazier than they used to be they they are a little more 
gimmicky. Um, but it really hasn't lost much of its charm that you might expect it, it to. And it's gone through a couple judges, a couple hosts, but I think we're in a place that's just really lovely with Bake Off. Chappelle, I don't know if we've talked too much about you in the kitchen. Are you a baker? No, absolutely not. Like I will do what's neat, what's necessary for that assignment, and then I will get away from it forever. Uh, I can cook to Wait, save my life and to eat. Assignment, like, uh, like, like if if someone's like, bring a dish. I'm yes. like, okay, gotcha. I can do that dish. I promise, because I can follow instructions really well, and so I can do that. Now, if I do, you think I'm just like walking around the house, like, oh, I just want to bake something. Like, no, I don't want to bake anything. I like, I might throw some cookies on a cookie sheet, and that's it. But like, no. But if you tell me to bring a dish, I got you. I made tiramisu one time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, nice. that was like the, that's like the highlight of my life. Like, it's on my resume. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah. I made tiramisu as I'm. And Rob, do you bake? Not really. I, I think I can follow a, a recipe well. Like I'm, you know, I'm not making a lot of uh, desserts because I have no self control. Mm. You know, I think people think that like, oh, Rob doesn't like food. No, I, I just can't control myself. So I find that it's easier not to have like a lavish desserts in the house. But I, I definitely like uh, would, uh, you know, enjoy seeing them. And even though I don't like to talk about food, I don't really, I'm not really interested in like a lot of recipes. I do find though that, uh, desserts do, uh, pique my interest a little bit more than seeing like some of these like main dishes, because I feel like if I don't like what they're making, I'm sort of like checked out, but I feel like that at least the dessert, I'm curious. And even the, even the baking I've been doing over the past couple months, it's actually been from a, there's probably no surprises, a meal kit that, it, that has desserts you can add in addition to like main dishes. So yeah. again, I'm not doing any of the shopping. I'm following the recipes. I'm good at just like, I think you're, I'm good at following instructions and directions and just give me what I need and I'll put it together. So Haley, we're in season nine here for uh GBBS. Uh, is this considered to be a good season? Is there any sort of like uh buzz as to whether or not this is being received well? Honestly, I'm not sure because it airs a little later in the week on, on in North America. I, I don't read a whole lot of articles about it. I try not to follow them on Instagram until afterwards because I have gotten spoiled in the past. Oh. Um, but from what I've seen, it is it's a really nice season. Um, I'm really loving the cast. I would say there's a couple of really great standouts. I would say even that the editing is pretty even across the board. Not that I find that there's often a winner's edit when it comes to Bake Off. Um, but I'm just having a great time watching this season. Yeah. Kurt, is this the first season they've done post-COVID? Um, it's. I'd say it's technically yes i know that the last season was like was during covid and there was like lockdown precautions and and social distancing in terms of like typically um uh, correct me if i'm wrong on this haley during all the previous seasons they would basically go to this estate for the weekend and kind of and do their 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 baking there and then they would go home and they have a chance to practice they know what the bakes are in the upcoming for each of the upcoming episodes so they have like a week to practice here now, last season and this season, still they are isolated at the uh, at this resort, uh, this uh, estate uh, for the entirety of the. So they're not going home between episodes. Um, so I think that's so. This is a little bit more similar to what it was like last season, where they're there the entire time. Yeah, it used to be like a ten week filming schedule where, like, literally they would film on Saturday. Ten weeks. And Sunday. 
Yeah, this Saturday and Sunday, the like the cast would come in on Friday. They it's like three Survivor Sunday seasons. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And now they've condensed, and I think it might be like five weeks. And they do like two days of filming, a day off for, or maybe a day or two off for practice. Like they can still practice their bakes in between, mm-hmm. um, and then back on. Wow. But, I have a but, question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Why are they? Why are they intense? Like you would think that, you know, they have, they're making like desserts. They wouldn't want to be outside in the heat where it's tough to <laughs> well, get this I stuff. I think it's a COVID thing. You would think, no, the, the tent is like a, a character in itself. <laughs> it always have the tents? The tents yeah, not for COVID? No, no, no. The tent's always been there. Yeah. And, and there's been some, yeah. And there's been some interesting dynamics because of the heat. Uh, they film in summer. Um, I think any Bake Off fan will remember uh, 1980s week. Alaska. Um, you guys need to just watch that yeah. episode. Even I can't remember what <laughs> series was, it was in. Maybe four. Well, last season there was 1980s week where there was an ice cream cake as one of the, yeah. the the challenges, and like every, I think like 80 percent of them had soup by the end of it. Like it was just a unbearably hot summer, and because I think what they typically would pre-COVID they would have filmed like in the spring or something, where it was a little bit more temperate. I, I think thought, so, but, yeah. But then, but thing, but things yeah. are still like locked down on the filming filming side until summer last year. But, but I'm not really sure. What when is the creative choice to have them in a tent? Who cooks in a tent? I don't my, know. My guess they is that just there's tent. no kitchen at this estate for like 12 people, and they, they keep they removing. They don't got no other estates available. Kurt. Like, there's just mm-hmm. listen. Well, I'm not how, dare, how dare you? In the UK, I just want to know. In the UK, there's not a lot of like air conditioning, so I wonder yeah. if it's oh, actually like cooler for better. them to be in the tent. Like, yeah, they can see, like control. You can't the, stand the heat. Get out of the tent. More. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely thought it was a COVID thing. I saw it. And it was like, yeah. oh, you know, they like, put oh, them outside. Clever. Yeah, and then when the, they start complaining about the heat, I'm like, well, you know, it's a different time that happens. But now that you tell me it's always a sound it's like, always like oh, that, that, yeah. I would be dreading dessert week. Is dessert week always like, is that when it gets tense? Is that when we know like who, uh, who's going to have the later tent on? every season, Chappelle? <laughs> yeah, but dessert week would be like where I would feel most threatened. Like, I don't think the tent's going to affect my cooking of bread, <laughs> but if I'm trying to get like these, I, like, these dishes that they did this time, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that heat doesn't help. Well, last week was bread week and they seem to always kind of fear bread week because one of the judges, Paul Hollywood, is like, I guess, known for his bread and like is a particularly <laughs> harsh judge of bread. So yeah. I don't know, Haley, if you agree with that, but it seems like I saw more dread about bread yeah. week. Like I was, I was kind of, you know, I jokingly said to Rob, like, this week is dessert week, but week one was cake week. Let's that, not get those two confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. So <laughs> And week two was biscuit week, but not yeah. biscuits like you think. Cookies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was cookie cookies. week. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I would like love it. to. I would love to hear um, Rob and Chappelle's opinion on on our judges, Paul Hollywood and Prue Leaf. Yeah, I, why did they call her? See, I have so many questions. My, all my notes are just questions. Great. Why did they call her Pruella uh, Deville? Is she is she evil? No, <laughs> she's an like, angel. Yeah, she's great. She seems so nice. I was yeah, like, that's such a, a a mean thing to call her, but she seemed lovely. I, from what I understand, Paul is like, you know, so important that you got to get a, a high five or a handshake, handshake from Paul. Is that the thing? Hollywood, Hollywood like, handshake. Man, he got that, that handshake thing? in this episode. Yeah. Rob, That's a big you didn't thing. see how he reacted? Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I saw. Has, has it ever it, happened before? Yeah, Rob. but like, it's special. Like, you did a great job if you're getting a Hollywood handshake. He, yeah. he acted like Jeff Probst kissed, kissed him on the lips. Like he was like, oh, this is the best day ever. I was like, yeah. Oh, Although I, I guess okay. can you imagine, Chappelle? Like you were on Survivor and you did like such a good job in the challenge. Like Jeff's like, I gotta <laughs> shake your hand. That was incredible. Yeah, 
that would be a big deal. You're you know, like, wow, like one that, thing that we were talking the, about that moment. Like, wow. Yeah, like he had to come over from around the podium and shake mm. your hand at Tribal Council because you did such a good job. I mean, that sounds like a good idea. And also, like calling it a Hollywood handshake, that's good branding. I like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Why is he Paul Hollywood? His name. Um, let me let me. I <laughs> have read star his good Wiki- looks. I have read his Wikipedia page before. Is he and from I- California. No, he was. That's his name, Paul John. His Hollywood. Name. Yeah, it's yeah, that's Paul just Hollywood. His I, I know you heard me say that. It's his his mom yeah. named him that. Yeah. <laughs> Pollywood. We don't like that. Pollywood. No, that's, that's what a Pollywood. great last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pollywood handshake. Yeah. It should be the name of his uh his his, his spinoff show if he ever gets one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh I, I like both of them. I, I feel like that it's a little bit like a uh, good cop, bad cop, where Prue is uh, a little bit more of the good cop. She likes her booze in mm-hmm. her cooking. Um, I think Paul's been the only like common thread throughout because like, mm-hmm. you know, used to be Mary Berry and, and uh, you know, Prue came in and Nolan, and Matt, it was originally Sue and Mel. And there was another one in there that I never haven't even seen yet. Sandy, like, yeah. Who, Sandy I've not seen. Yeah. So I would say it might be blasphemous, but I actually enjoy Prue more than I like Mary Berry. I just find Prue uh, very warm and engaging. Um, and, but I loved, I loved Mel and Sue and then we had Sandy and Noel. Sandy left a couple seasons ago. I really love Sandy. Um, I, I've i loved Noel for a long time. I was so excited that he was going to be one of the hosts of the show. Um, but Matt is still growing on me. Okay. Uh, can I say well, one last thing about uh, Prue, uh, Chappelle, that I really like? Uh, she is Prue. And I feel like that uh, if you told me, like, like uh, describe a person named Prue, I think it would be Prue. This is yeah. This is exactly her. Yeah, like it's like proof from here and proof from Charmed, and then you just have to pick your poison. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it, yeah, but this proof, I like this proof a lot. Um, it was it was fun watching her critique because I was thinking, oh, she's gonna be like, she's gonna be like really hard on them this time. But nope, she was just very pleasant, and she told them the food is good, and you know they give a, they have a really good way of like giving you constructive criticism where it doesn't sound like they're like completely ruining your dreams. Whereas like I've seen Gordon Ramsay make people cry, so yeah. this was definitely like a change of pace for me. Yeah, if if like the texture is really off, they usually are able to find something nice to say about the flavors being spot on, or like it just looks a hot mess. They'll be a lot, but you know what? The cons- the, the consistency is actually good it just you know, looks horrible yeah. uh, so they can they can usually find something nice to say and uh, it, it's a bit stodgy i learned yeah. that word yes. i was yes. like oh stodgy okay put that in my little rolodex yes. i'm gonna use that one later uh, Haley, uh you're talking about the uh presenters uh the people that are there to sort of like uh tell us about the challenges and just to uh, keep the show moving uh crack a few jokes uh noel and matt what did you think <laughs> I was a little confused at first because I didn't know necessarily like what their role was. I didn't know the difference between the presenters and the and the judges. But you know, I I came to uh, really enjoy their commentary. I I have loved Noel for a very long time. He is uh, he he's a big wig in the like the British panel show kind of area. Um, he's been around a long time, as has Matt Lucas. Uh, for me, Noel was a huge get. I really love him. I mm-hmm. think he's great. Um, he's really warm with the contestants. I love the way he interacts with them. He he's very friendly and great. Uh, just and it, it's it's weird seeing him in this context because so much of what I have known about him is like he's a goth and he goes goth and he does gothy things and he's like super artistic. Just so to see them him in this like bright light environment is really 
funny, but he, I think he does. He, I think he does it really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably agree with you there, Haley, because I know there's moments where they seem like they're really intense and they're cooking, and then Professor Snape just pops up and just starts cracking jokes. So I'm like, <laughs> I love this guy. Like it, just, it does catch me off guard. I'm thinking that that would scare the crap out of me. Matt too. Matt is scary as well. Yeah. Matt just like <laughs> like pops up next to you and be like, "Okay, what you doing?" You're like, "Oh my gosh!" Mm-hmm. And so you know, um, I like that. I like both of them. I, are they there? And you said they're not constant. They've they've been different people in these roles. Yeah. So so for uh, for the first, I think eight seasons, we had um, Mel and Sue, who are who are a long term uh, comedy duo, and they are just fantastic. I think they really embodied what the vibe of the show is. And then once it moved over to Channel Four from BBC, um, they were not kept on. They were replaced with Noel Fielding and uh, Sandy Sovig, who is a, um, a a host of a show called QI. In, in the UK, which is really great. She's so smart. She's wonderful. She left um, before last season, which I was crushed about because I really loved the dynamic between Noel and Sandy. Um, I would say Matt came in last season. I didn't love his hosting style. I would say he's improved this season, but he's still not my favorite. Yeah. And, and I think even like there were even like little things, I think last season... You know, they're trying a lot. The hosts and the judges are trying a lot of carbs and pastries and desserts over the course of any given like you know stretch of the show. And I think he like ran into a problem last year where he was like having a little bit too much of everything and got like sick on set. Oh my god! Uh, so, so he's like he's like learning. He feels a little bit more subdued. You I think pace yourself. Exactly. He was not pacing himself. He, no, the first episode of of last season, he got very sick because he tried too much of everything. Yeah. And I think that's the nice thing about the collection on Netflix is that the the Great British Baking Show collection one through nine is basically seasons four through 12 of the break, Baking Show. Mm-hmm. So if you start with the first one it's like there. Australian Survivor. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. If, you, if you start there, you'll get the melon Sue of it all for the first several. You'll get the transition to Sandy and Noel. And then the last two, you'll have Nolan, Nolan, Matt. So. Well, I wasn't expecting there to be so much sketch comedy in uh, the <laughs> Great British Baking Show. Oof. Yeah, they they had skits. It was it was skits. pretty interesting. They yeah, I wasn't ready for the the bit about the mouth being the butt, and then I no. wrote the joke, but you wrote the joke. You said a joke, but I don't like how you mm-hmm. presented the joke. Yeah. What, so Ooh. Rob, what was it? So like, um, I have my butt ready to eat stuff. What yeah, was the joke? I, I think that Noel said that um, I was born without a mouth, uh, <laughs> and um, that's I think he was saying it very sadly, and he's saying that that well, this is and um, I guess the question was like, well, what are you talking about? Like, well, this is actually my butt, uh, and and Matt didn't love that. Even though Matt, well, Matt wrote the joke, but mm-hmm. he didn't love. The, I guess he didn't love the delivery. You know, that could happen. Like maybe maybe yeah. no, like blew the punchline. But I, I know you didn't watch the very first episode oh, of this season, Chappelle. Oh, I did Rob. actually. Okay, let me, yeah, let me, let me. I, so I have this queued up. So I, I okay. turned this show on. Okay, uh, season yeah, nine, yeah. episode just do a one. Research, you I, know, just I, I turned the show on, and I get this. Fun. Make brownies by the ton. You can fill your donuts up with jam. You can ice your bun, and then when you are done, 
You can load your keys with cheese and ham. You can do a shoot, and then whip up a roof. You can sit and watch that muffin rise. Then produce a few nice cookies you can chew. You can make a cream puff and some pies. Don't bake my tart, my flaky pastry tart. <laughs> I just don't think you understand. You'll overbake my tart, that will break my heart. Then you'll never get to shake my hand. So somebody is this the theme song to the show? Is this like the dope because I've never seen these people before. Uh, I don't realize this is Paul Hollywood in Billy Ray Cyrus costume. And then the show's going on, and I'm like, wait, wait was this like the wand off of the Grapefruit <laughs> Bake Off? They made a 75 year old woman dress up as Billy Ray Cyrus and pretend to play a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have no words. This is the first time I'm I'm hearing about this. I didn't know. Don't bake my tart. Yeah, it's a hit. Oh yeah. Hey, and we're one week till the wand off is back, so it's perfect. I'm stunned. I had no clue that it existed, and I'm looking at pictures now, and I see horrible wigs to go along with that song. <laughs> yep. Billy Ray Cyrus yeah. is rolling hey, in hey, his um. Haley, no one kept winking right at the camera. Is that a Billy Ray Cyrus thing? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think yeah. You have to make it your own. Listen, Sometimes you have, was, to own, you have to own it. I was fine with it. I love Noel very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. What a way to start off season nine. Oof. Yeah. I, I, uh, okay. I thought the butt, the butt mouth joke was, uh, was no. uh, interesting, but this is different. I'll take this. Uh, yeah. This over is a whole other level. Yeah. For sure. sure. Yeah. Last year we had Matt Lucas dress up as Boris Johnson for the. Very uh, you know what? One. That my episode ended and I got that. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. yeah. it's like, it's like yeah. Saturday Night Live around here. Yeah. Yeah. Rob is like binging the uh, the Great British Bake Off on the low. Rob's going to text me in like three weeks from now and be like, Haley, I have done nothing but watch Bake Off. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to quit my job talking about Survivor because I don't have time to watch We're it anymore. Going all in I'm, on only, the yeah. I'm only watching Bake Off. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, let's talk a little bit about this uh, week's show. Uh 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, we're, uh, we're on to uh, episode four. And I, I guess what, what I'd like to do is maybe talk a little bit about some of the uh, the characters on uh, season nine of the show. Chappelle, do you have any uh, standouts for you in the cast of uh, GBBO slash S season nine? Yeah. Yeah. My standout. Is who went home this week? I love Maggie. What the hell? I wouldn't have watched this show if I if I had known. I, what? I I don't know how this show did it because like like Haley said, the editing is pretty even. But I just like I was like, that's it. That's the person I'm rooting for. It's Maggie. That's who I want to win the whole thing. I hope I hope all good things happen to Maggie. And this was just a slow dessert week train wreck for Maggie. <laughs> it was bad. It was so bad. She was my standout. I don't know if they have an all star, but bring her back. I love this woman. I just cannot believe she failed so miserably on this episode. And uh, it was horrible. Thank you, Rob, for bringing that up and opening that wound. <laughs> it, it, it was. I have a slow motion train. I think after that technical it's, challenge. It's been a three week train wreck. It kind of. Uh, I, when Rob, when you messaged and said that you were like, watch the first three and you're on the four, I was like, well, I better watch the first three again today. And I was like, knowing that Maggie goes, went home in episode four, I was like, yeah, you're right, Haley. She, it kind of was just like, like yeah. a slow decline and then and she wasn't actually doing anything standout for the signature it was like a lot of i'm gonna do this the traditional way yeah and then she yeah. did it the traditional way <laughs> she, and then not I that just, well either I like that media, <laughs> she, I, th- I think paul asked her every single week like what have you done with the last four and a half hours which i've never really heard mm-hmm. heard the judges ask contestants before but she's gotten a lot of so what do you mean doing babes like yeah maybe that's why i was latching on to her because like i said the criticism is so nice that it felt like he was dragging her at every moment Not <laughs> that she didn't, but he's like it was the nicest like nastiest comments like oh um did you forget the flower this is a baking competition <laughs> i have you never sure you laughed so hard i was like how dare you i was also laughing <laughs> but oh. like he like comes and out and circles the word flour on the recipe is like just in case you missed that this is a baking competition you're probably gonna need to do that mm-hmm. and I was like how dare Maggie please like I just wanted her to pull it out oh my gosh mm-hmm. she did forget the flour y'all though she forgot. <laughs> that looks so I like to say it looked like caramelized onion like that is not what something. I thought it looked like yeah. but great and I uh, thought that Maggie. Maggie was somebody who I thought like oh she's got like upside to win because I'm sure that uh, she looks like she knows how to bake anything yeah like if she could just get this like it's like dessert week might be her weakness but now I'm figuring out that every week was her weakness mm, and I'm yeah not, I just I was hurt I really thought like okay if we could just squeeze past this one this is like the like the uh winner edit that we need right she was down and now she's like gonna rise to the top and win no she's gone sad sad face no, no olds never really do well no yeah no mm. amount of proofing was gonna let her rise to the top yeah Oh, so wait, so you said the older contestants don't re- re- don't regularly do well. Not really. I feel like they invented baking. Sure, you- <laughs> but here here's the thing: the olds have cornered the market in like perfecting um, 
favorite recipes. Whereas with Bake Off, a lot of the times you're you're doing things that you don't normally do and um, you practice, but they, they want more than your regular thing. And I find the youngs can usually get that Instagram aesthetic maybe yeah. mm. in the, okay. in the first or second episode, like for the technical they had to make was a malt, malt cake or cake. something. Yeah. And they said like, if you're under 35, you may never have yeah, even heard said, of this. Of course and, I know what this is. Yeah, I, and I, she got first place yeah. in the technical. Yeah. So. Cause I feel like sometimes they throw in like old timey things that like oh. uh, people don't eat this anymore, but this is oh. something that used to be popular. Mm-hmm. What was the thing last year, uh, Haley, where they had, there was like an orange in like some like, like, Lard or it something? was nuts. There was a suet pudding, I feel like that's at one what it point, was. The suet pudding it was so the it Sussex was. pond puddings. Oh my pastry. god, yes, 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 yes. I have her old spreadsheet up. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. yeah, Maggie was my standout, even though she went home. Yeah, I did like a few others. Um, well, hold on, you know, know, that uh, with, with Maggie, did you feel like at all maybe that she was sort of like a single white female with Prue? That do you feel like that she was like basically <laughs> like only one could make it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She was like coming for her spot. Yeah, only one can survive while the yeah. It was it was one of those things where Prue was like, no, 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 Maggie, this is your week. <laughs> You're out of here. Right. You've you've lasted too long. Uh, but you could tell Maggie wasn't going to do well on any of the challenges because the moment they announced it, she goes, "Whoop! Don't know what that is. <laughs> like, never done that before." I was like, "Oh gosh!" I was just it was it felt like such an underdog like to root for. So that's why I was rooting for her. And um, yeah, I'm still not okay. So- the moment that the dam broke in her final bake, like it's like, okay, can, she can still save herself if she does well in the last, in the showstopper. And then the moment like the cake parted and like the, the, the ooze just came. The pouring. Red Sea. The Red Sea. Yeah. yeah. It was like, oh, there's, there's no, there's no way. There's no way she yeah. doesn't go home. This was probably one of the most clearly telegraphed eliminations in a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They tried to make us think Freya was going home, but I think they really like Freya's uh, vibe. I think they want to make fun of her for being vegan for a little <laughs> bit more. Yeah. Well, let's talk about I Freya. Mean, yeah. Um, Freya seems to have an uphill battle here, Rob. Yeah, what do now you Freya, think? <laughs> now Freya is a young woman. I think she's only 19 and uh, she is uh, a vegan. And so she is like, I think where, where she can is trying to uh, make all the recipes uh, vegan. But I think that she's really like handicapping herself in the competition because uh, so many times that what she has to do is like, you know, twice as hard to try to use uh, the vegan ingredients and so uh i feel like that they can't wait to get rid of her but you know <laughs> yeah. uh, like i think that paul paul hollywood especially i think he they can't wait w- to get rid of freya they once did a vegan week and you can tell paul just hated it the entire time mm-hmm. yeah you yeah i feel like that. that's why the challenges are getting more and more ridiculous like to where they're like stacking these things and because they're, they're like oh yeah try to make this stick with your fake uh vegan egg whites and she's like i'm trying you know and like mm-hmm. i made this a square because that's it's it's less bendy and they're like oh dang it she got away with this again <laughs> she, can't keep, she can't keep getting away Damn with this Freya, her aquafaba. <laughs> yeah but yeah uh, her life. <laughs> when they do the technical challenge, uh, she has to do what they say, right? That's not she can't yeah. make those vegan. Yeah, she can't swap in. They have they have the ingredients there. They have the recipe there. They're all given the same basic like uh, format. So mm-hmm. yeah, she has to. She has, she and I guess that's up to like you know one of the rules of thumb in like cooking and baking is to some extent tasting as you go. Uh, I don't know if she's going doing that with the non-vegan bakes. 
Oh, interesting. Although maybe there's so much raw stuff within baking. Maybe that's more of a cooking thing. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, I will often taste my cookie dough before it goes into the oven, but yeah. I think that's just because it's delicious. Oh, yeah. I, right. That was a highlight of the cake this weekend was like the bowl, like just the, the spatula. <laughs> yeah. That's the best part. Okay, and you that I that look don't try this at home, but you you're not you're not worried about uh, the salmonella, right? Am I worried about the salmonella? Is that a no. Yeah, is, is my husband worried I'm going to die because of it? Yes, yes. But that would be a very Haley strong way to die. Is mm. I died because I got salmonella <laughs> from eating cookie dough. She died as she lived, <laughs> going out strong. That's what they call it. Yes, yeah. yeah. What a yeah. thrill that would be for me. I'm I. I don't, I'm not trying to will that into existence. I do not wish to die yet. Just let's chill universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Kurt, Kurt mentioned the recipes and I did think that was very different too than what we normally see on cooking shows. Cause they normally, they rarely show you like someone actually reading off a recipe. These cooking shows normally like make it seem like these chefs just walk in with this just wealth of knowledge and could cook anything and make anything at the drop of a hat, regardless of the crazy tasks that they have to jump through. And I liked being able to see like, no, 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 they're actually following a recipe and they're not just magicians. And, yeah. Uh, and that's baking. very much the case in all of the challenges they can bring. Um, they can bring the recipes, they can bring um, like engineering structures, they can bring like, yeah, ingredients that they want. They they can bring pretty well anything within, you know, the confines of, of the competition. Mm. Like, obviously, they can't bring out a pre-baked cake and call mm. it a day. But yeah. and they do, yeah, get to, they do yeah. get to plan, like so for the first and third challenges, they do get to plan ahead of time. So it's never that when they're told they have to make a, you know, a brandy snap you know they're they're not surprised by that they know that that's going to you know be their challenge but it's it's that technical one in the middle where they're like all it says is make meringue i have to figure that out if i don't know Swiss, how to do it italian yeah. um but i find that um i'd say the technical challenge is weighted the least when it comes to the end as well i would say probably they're doing like 60 percent focus on the showstopper 15 on the technical and then whatever yeah. the rest of the, that number is on the beginning one <laughs> do you yeah, have a uh, standout member of the cast oh yeah it has to be Jurgen. Jurgen, yes i Jurgen. i i love the terminator his, i love his soft-spoken approach to the bakes mm-hmm. in the uh i'm going to do a uh, thomas more's utopia book into a cake and yeah. i'm an engineer you know i love <laughs> Jurgen. and next week is German week. Yeah, so this is not- yes, Jurgen. Yes. Well, <laughs> so, in fairness, yes. I mean, last uh, or was it uh, last Red episode week. was like really like Gi- uh, like Giuseppe's week. Uh, yeah. So uh, give give uh, uh, Jurgen a-, a week. But Jurgen's had an interesting arc over the season because it was like he came out hot, like uh, yeah. and was the star uh, baker. Star baker the first week, but then he like bo- he bombed uh, last week, and then this was like the oh, week that Jurgen was back. Yeah. Damn Fred week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm I'm really enjoying I I though the kind of the the left brain scientific uh bakers who kind of try to apply their crafts to the art of baking um and like really melding that art and science. So there's something about Scientists. that that is kind of really yeah, I really enjoy that. And um so I he's been he's just been a delight to listen to. Also, just like I don't know, I I'm just really enjoying Jurgen. So that so he's he's my uh He's who I'm rooting for. Okay. Haley, do you have a uh, one favorite in this cast? 
My favorite is Lizzie. Lizzie. She's nuts. I understand yes. <laughs> about 55% of what she says. She doesn't give an S what the judges say, or like she, like, I feel like a lot of people can be nervous talking to Paul Hollywood, where she's just like, F this dude. And I don't even know if she likes bacon. Like every week, it's just, she's like, I hate this. I don't want to do this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I would have practiced, but I started watching Harry Potter instead. Like, I love her. She's like, insane. Do you think she was inspired by uh, Snape? Duh. Maybe. Good call. <laughs> yes. Probably. Mm-hmm. I feel like I last week she her. was giving Noel side eye for him enjoying breadsticks. She's like, who enjoys breadsticks? And then there was like a whole story about how she had a pet pig that broke its leg on the ice. Yeah. And like they had to put it down or something like and she's scared of ostriches. I don't know. She's she is nuts, but in the most po- positive, oh, I love her. Awesome I way. love her so much. See, I was about to jump on the Lizzie bandwagon until you said she was looking at him crazy for enjoying breadsticks. I I enjoy breadsticks. Sorry, Lizzie. I also I, love. I love. I love, <laughs> I love it. Nice I love like. carbon stick formula. Yeah. Right. Yes, please. But I, I did like the journey she took us on in this episode where she's like, oh, yeah, my pav- pavlova. Yeah, it's going to be Easter inspired, you know, like because Easter makes you think of lamb. So it makes you think of rosemary. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, sure. I'm glad That's they asked exactly- if it was going to taste like lamb because that was also what was going through my head. It was the next not- question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, That's logical a question. Yeah. Such a journey. I'm surprised uh, nobody has mentioned uh, my favorite from the season, and that is Giuseppe. Uh, he, he's so great. Like, he's he, he's a lot of fun. He just doesn't have that insane charm that Lizzie has. Yeah. That mm. I just I really gravitate towards. Yes. I feel like he's a safe pick. Like, oh, Giuseppe, he seems pretty like well rounded and nice and like well, yeah. I feel like Rob's not. You're not doing anything like anything special over there picking Giuseppe to win this off. I was surprised like, he hasn't come up yet. I feel like he's like uh, been like uh, one of the stars of the season. You know, I just think it's 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 a, it's it's a little too safe for me. Like I, I was Team Maggie, and look what happened to me. But I, I stepped out on that ledge. Mm-hmm. So, so now, who's going to be your next fave? Okay, so I can't say Amanda because I when when it looked like because it was gonna she's be going Maggie, home next, right? When it looked like it was going to be Maggie, I was like, well, maybe it'll be Amanda and save me one more week. Um, but yeah, everyone y'all mentioned a gray. Uh, well, we're not gonna like Chigs. We don't like Chigs. Oh, I, I love love him. Baker. We love Chigs. What about George? Like, I feel like George is just showed up oh. and he's like not really sure how he got here. Mm-hmm. George is doing the things. I appreciated all of them. Uh and and no disrespect to Christelle as well. Like, I liked a lot of them, but uh, yeah, Maggie was my girl. I I might I might pivot to Chigs and George next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah, I would pivot to Chigs being my next boyfriend. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Holy smokes. Okay. It really did seem like that this was almost like, I guess, uh, 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 Tough as Nails was brought up uh, earlier, but, uh, you know, uh, where, where the, the uh, Danny and Murph uh, of it all, of it seemed like that this is going to be a battle between uh, Giuseppe and uh, uh, Jurgen. Uh, Chigs mm-hmm. uh, at least like uh, came in and uh, maybe changed the equation a little bit. Uh, off, for a dollar, name a woman for Starbaker. Ooh, like come on, uh, like let's let's see. Does a that not happen has- often? Not this season for some reason. No, there was oh. one season where one girl won Starbuck Baker. I'd say like six times or something crazy like oh, okay. that. Mm-hmm. So it's, well, it's not. It's not like no, they're not. They, they're not women haters. Well, just well, is there a, a, a big gender disparity between uh, like uh, how often men and women win uh, a Great British Baking Show? No, I would say it's pretty even. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think this just isn't a, a great season for the women based on what the ones we just talked about, right? Because we know Amanda's probably going yeah, next, she, sadly. Um, Amanda, we've had a great time. And um, she, yeah, Maggie was Freya's long not long for this world. Yeah, I don't think Freya's <laughs> long for this world. They I want think, her to lose so bad. <laughs> I think Christelle has a chance. I think I'm, I love Lizzie, but I don't know if she has the, the um, not creative skill, but just like the actual like artistic ability yeah. to, to, to keep on keeping on. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like she lacks that that British polish that you're yeah, looking for. Yeah, yeah, it's like, but this but this show just kills casting every single year. Like, name one person you hate on this season. You you cannot. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nobody's hateable. Hate. No. Nope. Not at all. Mm-hmm. I, I was rooting for every single person until yeah. the end when I was rooting against Amanda because I really needed Maggie <laughs> to stay. I was not okay. Yeah. I'm just yeah, waiting they, for. They don't, uh, they don't cast villains, which is which no. is very different from pretty well every other reality show. And it just adds to its just loveliness. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just waiting for a German week next week where the challenge is that they have to incorpor- incorporate bratwurst into their into their dish. And Freya's like, oh. <laughs> I like, just grabbed some challenge. beyond sausage. <laughs> I love some the way soy. Freya speaks. It's insane, too. Some like, soy worst. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and if, if this was any other cooking reality show, um, this definitely would have been the week we lost uh, uh, Jurgen. Um, because you know, next week is is German week, right? And so, in every other reality show, the, yeah. the person who would have excelled, they go home right before their week. Like, like oh well, this is when you want to do it. Okay, fine. So, yeah, definitely would have saw. One thing in the in the Freya column is last year there was a baker who went quite far, who was doing a lot of gluten free bakes because his brother would, could not eat gluten, and so I think I kind of see there being some shared DNA in that approach of cooking between like trying to do gluten free or doing vegan. I know they're, they're different worlds, but they're still the kind of idea of like, you know, limiting yourself into what you can choose, what you choose to put into a bake. So mm-hmm. I think that'll be, so I'm, I am not counting Freya all the way out yet. Okay. I am. I'm absolutely. <laughs> counting Freya. Same. Let's talk about uh, some of the tasks that we uh, saw this week. And uh, they opened up this week's uh, show with uh, having to make pavlova. Uh, Chappelle, have you ever heard of pavlova before? No. What? I was like, oh, they made this up. They made this up. This is something that they made up um, for this show. It definitely does not exist. And apparently it does. And it's a big deal. And it's hard to make because... um, We've seen some people. I mean, every everybody did okay on this challenge. Nobody struggled like they did in the next one. But you know, this kind of came out of uh, out of uh, left field for me. I had never heard of this. It's mm-hmm. huge in Australia, New Zealand. I think that's where it originated. Uh, mm, I've been so long since I've been there, so maybe that's why I yeah. missed it. Kurt, could you yeah. define what pavlova is? It's kind of a, if you're familiar with meringue, it's kind of like instead of, so if it's a, it may look like a little bit like a, a cake or a cream puff, but there's no actual like cakiness to it. It's almost like the, the bulk, the bulk of it is, yeah, is, is meringue. So it's, it's kind of got that sort of, but it, uh, it, it's a cooked, it's a cooked meringue so that it's yeah. like more or less dried out. So it has more, way more of a snap to it than like on the top of a lemon meringue pie. Yeah, and it's, it's very sweet. They're delicious. Loaded with fruit, yeah. often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was worried about Christelle in this challenge because she made a key lime, and apparently that's Paul Hollywood's like his big thing. Like he loves key lime pie. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, oh my gosh, she's gonna mess up. But it seemed like she did it good. Well, she I also good. felt bad was, for uh, Christelle because uh Chappelle, she went to go make this uh recipe that she has an aunt that has like this uh, like amazing recipe and the aunt won't tell her what it is. 
Yeah, she's like, like if it's like no, it's going to the grave with her aunt. Yeah, yeah, but it felt like she called her aunt and was like, "Hey, auntie, I'm going on this show and I need to make a pavlova. Can you give me that famous recipe that we always talk about?" Her aunt was like, "No, (laughs) are you kidding me? (laughs) Not for Netflix? Are you kidding me?" And so, yeah, she had to wing it on her own. Pamlova is what they called it. (laughs) That made me laugh. After Aunt Pam, yeah, and she still named it after the aunt that wouldn't give her the recipe. Right, like to spider. Like, look, Aunt Pam, I did it without you. Yeah, I'm mad at that. Yeah, it should be like yeah. Aunt Pam sucks Lova. <laughs> <laughs> we hate Aunt Pam Lova. <laughs> they did get very clever with the naming of these dishes as well. You know, like the Pam Lova was pretty cool. What did they have? Like the the heart shaped like, one that Amanda tried doing that was chocolate. Yeah. Have love. Have lover. Yeah, <laughs> the Pavlova lover. <laughs> yeah. There was a couple of them in there. It was it was interesting, but they had to do this outside in the heat. Again, I just don't think this was the perfect place to be doing a meringue. I don't know much about baking, but you can tell me that baking it outside is optimal for a competition show, probably. I, I feel at least once on every episode of this show, there's some reference to something has to cool down or else it's going to melt everywhere when you try to put component A with component B, whether it's like the buttercream and the cake or the, you know, the pavlova and the... Like, you have to let everything cool down so it doesn't just all melt when you throw it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Half of the second challenge was literally like, let it rest. Or was that the third <laughs> challenge? It was like, okay, yeah. for the next 30 minutes, it just needs to be sitting in there. I hope you got it sitting in there. I was like, well, dang, that that's less baking and more just waiting. Mm-hmm. Haley, have you ever seen them open up the bottom part of their fridge or just the freezer? I feel like just the freezer. <laughs> the freezer is, is, is the real star. They really should make it a bigger freezer. Yeah, that, that at least it's a common go-to is I need this to cool down. I'm going to throw it in the freezer, but I don't think I've ever once seen them actually open up the fridge. Wait, mm-hmm. wait, George snatched his uh, Pavlova out and just threw it in a drawer. What was that's that about? That's it's the proving drawer. So it, it is like um, it's a temperature controlled drawer, so it will still keep warm. Um, so you use that if you're making anything with yeast or bread, you need something to rise um, because it's warmer. It will help the, the yeast grow and rise. So he was yeah. using that as like a in-between step because it was still going to be a little warm for his pavlova, but it's not going to be like cooking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was worried about him at this point. I think this is where me I started, too. Okay, me too. maybe George is on the way out because he just threw his dish into that into that random drawer and that was it. I was like, oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, what, George has had some duds this season. Yeah. Whenever whenever Paul or Prue says, like, do you think that's a good idea? It's usually not a good idea and we should <laughs> listen to that. There are a couple times where he's started over, like based on him not getting a lot of feedback. You'll, you'll, that's another common element of the show is somebody asking Paul Hollywood a question and Paul just kind of staring. And they're like, you're not going to give me an answer, are you? And then they'll start over with something. I think we saw in a previous episode, I think with, I can't remember if it was Paul's focaccia bread or George's focaccia bread, where he uh, did a second batch of it because it just, there wasn't enough moisture yeah. in it or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they said it was a it was good idea that he enough. did that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny because they always know the answer and they'll never, never tell them, which I, I mean, that's, that's the competition, but it's just, they're always like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I should have caught on that Maggie was going home because Paul did that to her. Paul yeah. gave her like the menacing stare when he mm-hmm. found out about her damn raspberry syrup and her summer fruits. Yeah. He was like, hmm. Well, she was like, I'm going, going back to it? basics with my pavlova. I'm going to just do uh, just basic pavlova. Because mm-hmm. I think the idea with like, the, the signature uh-huh. is you put your own spin twist on it, yes. your own spin on it. Yeah, and she wasn't putting a my spin on it. My spin anything. is basic. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> my spin is no spin. Have you heard of that? My spin is like, Pavlova the- classic. <laughs> Back to the basics. Back to the yeah, basics. He did not. He was not feeling it. And Drop I'll put the four. Was, Keep the one. It's Pavlova. <laughs> no. It's a no. new era. <laughs> I was just uncomfortable. Cause I, again, I was rooting for Maggie from the moment she started talking. So I was like, wait, well, Paul, give her something to go on. Like no. she's got a plan here. And it was nothing. That was the, the, the kiss of death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when it came to the judging, uh, they really like uh, Jurgen. Jurgen, he's back. He's found his yeah. groove again. He's found his, he got his groove back. <laughs> uh, and George's uh, looked awful, but at least uh, tasted okay. Yeah. Was that their way of just saying that this hideous? Because we know that they don't really yeah. just say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. what I like about uh, the Bake Off is like sometimes it, it's like both things. It's like sometimes you could have a thing that looks good, but tastes bad. And mm-hmm. you could have a thing that looks bad, but tastes good. So I feel like that that's like, uh, you know, I like which one do they give more attention to? They give more attention to flavor and bake. They want it to look good. But if you're up against somebody whose cake was gorgeous, but tasted terrible or like rather wasn't have well? your cake look yeah. good, but taste bad <laughs> or your cake looks I, bad, but tastes good. I, do you like the relationship you currently have with cake? cake. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, re- I recommend going back to whether it's Collection 8, Season 11, last year's, the very first episode, the uh, Showstopper. I believe that was the where they had to do cake busts of individuals. It was a nightmare. It, it, was, was, a it was nightmare, nightmare. fuel. It was, it was both in terms of like how they looked as well as how some of them just turned out in terms. But yeah, like um, that was another example of like things not looking so great, but potentially tasting really good. Mm-hmm. Were these busts of famous people or just? Yeah. Well, why don't you talk amongst yourselves and see if I can find a link? Okay. Yeah. Cause, cause I was thinking when you said busts, I was thinking, okay, they probably had to pick like maybe like notable people. But then I remember on this episode, they were just bringing uh, inspiration from their aunt and their, uh, you know, random songs and all kinds of stuff. There was a uh, Charles Darwin bust. Oh, uh, there was a Marie Antoinette bust. There was a Bob Marley bust, a Freddie Mercury bust. <laughs> wow. It's uh, like yeah. a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I put the link in uh, the link in the chat for you to view. To I would view like to see. Right, let me see. All right. The, okay. uh, the Charles Darwin was, flav- was flavored of ginger. So it was Aura Ginger of the Species by Charles Darwin okay. was the name of that one. But so. <laughs> I'm like laughing again, <laughs> looking at them. I can't wait for you to see Lapita Nung when you want to go. <laughs> I'm looking at it now and that might be a, a, a hate crime. Um, um, what? <laughs> I'm not sure that's not racially motivated. I won't speak on it, but I think we could ask the question. Um Okay, but so they were given a picture, or did they bring their own photo? (laughs) (laughs) Some of these are just too funny. (laughs) Like Phil Bryson. I I don't even know who Phil Bryson is, but (laughs) I mean, because Bob Marley being basically like a character from The Little Mermaid, just like an underwater like squid rock, it's Mm. just like okay. But then you know, some of these are really good. Yeah, some of them are dope and then there's just other ones that is just like Bob Marley's just a, I mean uh, Charles Darwin's just a block of clay yeah like there's no form or anything to his face oh that's funny what who went home which one of these lost I need to know um I it got was it. Uh, the flavors of Jamaica yeah that's Which bad you- too <laughs> to Miss Lou yeah it, yeah mm-hmm. okay 
Did they at least taste good? <laughs> I don't think the Miss Lou one did, actually, because that woman had some real issues with her flavors. She made a Battenberg for the first challenge, and one part of the Battenberg was cream soda, and the other was like cotton, cotton candy? candy or something mm. just truly disgusting. Mm. It does look a bit There's bubblegum sponge, cream soda sponge, and blue almond marzipan. Yeah. <laughs> right. can, uh, can, can we go? Yes. Can we look at... Well, let's look at how disappointed. Yeah, by the way, uh, if, if you want to look at follows along, just yeah, Google. Uh, we're looking at a link on cosmopolitan uh, dot com for the article that is called uh, "Every Bust from the <laughs> GBBO Celebrity Cake Bust Showstopper Challenge." Emphasis on busts. Can we just take a look at how disappointed Ziggy looks? I mean, the cake it itself <laughs> looks very disappointed. It looks like it's not happy to be here. <laughs> Woo! Yep, that's that's interesting. That's a that's a choice. I was try, like, there's no gimmicks. There try to gimmicks. tell me this isn't a perfect show, okay? Like <laughs> this is the best thing on television today. Mm-hmm. It looks so sad. So so sad. Yeah. I don't know who a lot of these people are. Is that yeah, uh, no. is am I supposed to? No. Uh, Ziggy no. Stardust? Tom DeLong. Blink one eighty two, you know him. Okay. I don't Sir think you Chris? can draw him. No, he's a he's a British Olympian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who else you got on there? He uh, looks like the guy from uh, Toy Story Four that uh, rides the motorcycle. <laughs> I was gonna say Forky. I didn't no, see him. No, um, I can't remember that guy's name. Um, <laughs> I think the closest we had to this one was Bill from Bryson, that Danny's dad. <laughs> I mean, Bill. I don't know if this looks like an actual, like, like the actual Bill Bryson because I've never seen that person. But this does look like a cake that you would name Bill Bryson. Like, if I had to name this this cake, I'm like, it might not be the Bill Bryson, but that is a Bill Bryson if I've ever seen one. Mm-hmm. He looks so disappointed. Yeah. I just don't know why your cakes can be happy. All these cakes look like, why did you drag me into this? Like, <laughs> how did I get in the middle of this? I ain't even do nothing. That's exactly how this cake looks. Duke Kaboom is who I'm talking about for Toy Story 4. Oh, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah, he does kind of look like evil Knievel here. Uh, who's mm-hmm. Lu- uh, Louis Thoreau? Just Justin's father? Yeah. <laughs> What did I say? Did I say father or author? I, I like Marie Antoinette because she said let them eat cake and then she is cake. So, uh, okay, so, so it looked good. He sculpted, like he brought like a plastic piece of Marie Antoinette's face and just like put fondant over it. So I wouldn't give him that much oh, credit. Okay. But, so but this guy did the, the most idea was absurd things. He, yeah. he would have these elaborate plans and then just none of them would work out. And Paul mm-hmm. Holly would always be like, gotta show us more than you say or whatever, something. Yeah. Mm, like yeah. Okay. God, this show so don't perfect. tell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Showstopper, right. don't tell. Right. Um, <laughs> of course, that for the Pavlova. This is when, uh, uh, when we got the handshake from the, the Hollywood handshake for uh, for Cheggs. I did, if I'm being I honest, I gasped. It was so beautiful that Pavlova. Mm-hmm. I did not know that was such a big deal, but just the moment it happened, you could feel it. Like people were crying, like people were like clapping. Oh, they like, all cheered for us. Yeah. Yeah, was I was like, cool. man, this man's hands must be immaculate. Like the moisturizer he must use. Uh, but now that I know it's a thing, I'm like, okay, sounds good. I, I appreciate that. He deserved well, that. Yeah, and I love that nobody was like jealous or upset. They were all just so excited for him. 
Mm-hmm. It felt like a lottery win. Like it was one of those things where like I could hate, but honestly, this just changed your life. Like mm-hmm. the trajectory of your career is now different because of this moment. Because mm-hmm. you'll see, I mean, there, there is life after Bake Off in terms of publishing deals. I think like some people have gotten Netflix specials. I'm sure or they may not have started on Netflix, but I know that they, they get cooking specials. So there is a, uh, a, a career after Bake Off. I have a lot of Bake Off cookbooks and they are just absolutely fantastic. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's talk about the technical challenge uh, this week. Four sticky toffee puddings. Haley, what exactly is uh, sticky toffee pudding? I'm not totally sure. I'm thinking it might be kind of like a a pineapple upside down cake, except with just like, don't put the pineapple in. Like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of what it read to me as. I'm not a big toffee person, so this is not something I would would tend to gravitate towards. Um, They also had to make a creme anglaise and also a caramel um to varying degrees of success the, the technical is always a bit of excuse my language shit show um there's mm-hmm. always somebody who just absolutely blows it i'm sure rob you've noticed over the last four episodes you've watched that there's yeah. always one that's like clearly hot trash um it, it's because they don't know what they're making going into it and the instructions are very big mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and so Chappelle, uh your girl maggie uh she's really gonna bottom uh. out here Okay, so she forgot the flour in a baking competition. <laughs> I just think we should hear both sides because she said, okay, but there was like one line on a separate sheet of paper of her recipe. Like, you want to put the flour? And, yeah. yeah, like, you try, you hid the flour from Maggie. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you know her eyesight ain't the best. You yeah. know. They've probably you know. been waiting for seasons for something like that to happen. Yeah. They did that on purpose. I know it. They did. They're like, okay, make sure you put the most important part about this thing on the on the backside. Okay, and she's the only one who didn't flip it over. So I, I will say that hers was bad, but a lot of people failed this one. I mean, like Jurgen was the only person who really, really just like handled this challenge the way I think he should have, because everybody else was a feral disaster, as the judges said. In my opinion, personally, Haley. So something happened when we got to the judging here, uh, Paul passed on even tasting what maggie put out there how often does that happen where a judge won't even take a bite uh, i think chappelle i think gordon ramsay uh did this uh with somebody that when, on that episode we watched on the rewind that he wouldn't even he taste what they put in front of him well if it was raw yeah if it's not baked, if it's obviously not baked they will not taste it if there's been some sort of like accident in which they bled into it and didn't realize that again they oh my god how often does that happen not very often not like it's not it's not like chopped they don't often bleed into their food or anything but i mean but sometimes yeah if it's just like a hot mush paul will be like this is 11 and i know that thank you goodbye yeah, the uh, you see if you watch Nailed It, you'll see much many more instances there of things not being eaten because things are obviously raw. Here, it's like maybe once every 
few episodes. Um, this was this was also the one where I was like, where they were pouring the caramel sauce onto the sticky toffee pudding, and they're saying, "Oh, it's obviously undercooked." And it's like, it looked exactly like the caramel sauce I had just made. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that was that was what I did." So that's the problem I'm facing. It was undercooked. I mm. loved Amanda's um, that's, yeah, caramel that's the one. sauce that was just like orange somehow, but like that almost like a khaki color. It was like a khaki color of caramel. It was just like. No, that was the one that looked like mine, Haley. Oh no, Country Bear Hall. <laughs> mm-hmm. It tasted only, good. The only the the only thing I liked about this is that it ranked them from from worst to best <laughs> at the end, right? And so so, but I like that because I was trying to figure out who my scapegoat was. I was like, okay, Maggie's going home. Okay, who are the other contenders to go home? Amanda and George are right there. Theirs were equally bad. Sure, they use flour, but some would argue that raw and not caramelized enough is just as bad as flourless baked goods. And so I just started to think that maybe her gluten-free recipe wasn't getting the respect it deserved. <laughs> maybe Amanda <laughs> and George should go home. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about the blind free. judging? I like that. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. Because, you know, like we were already saying that they hate like uh, Ray, uh, what's that, Freya? So mm-hmm. yeah, like, so like, I I prefer her to give like the chance to like, okay, we're not just like targeting you because I think in other shows, honestly, sometimes the judges do target people. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's no proof to that, but I know that like sometimes if you don't like somebody, it's really hard for you to like mm-hmm. what they're giving, what they're trying to feed you. You know, mm-hmm. but I also feel I like that what- they're a little bit like uh, Jurgen. This is you, right? <laughs> Giuseppe, this, uh, this is you. Come on, come on. And like, come on. I, I'm, got the old Giuseppe charm. Yeah. I'm sure sometimes, like when it's really bad, and they're just like, oh no, like you can kind of tell whose it actually is. But yeah. mm-hmm. that's what I was wondering is that I, I do wonder if when they cut when they're critiquing the bake and then they cut to the face of the person whose it is, I always wonder if that's like B roll of them just reacting to nothing because if, if, if not the, the, the contestants sitting on the stools there do a really good job for the most part of keeping a very straight face when their dish is being ripped apart by Paul and crew. Except Maggie. She about had a breakdown. Yeah. She knew it was over. <laughs> I was Poor like, don't Maggie. speak to her. Mm-hmm. I, I, as you can see, all my notes are about her. I really thought, I really wanted her to pull this one out. They really established this underdog for me. And I'm so, so, so sad. So sad. Kurt, do Prue and Paul Hollywood get sick of eating uh, like uh, 12 bites of the same thing? You don't really get that impression. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they, they also in the technical challenge they'll have like a scene where they'll like they're sitting outside and they're like see like this is like a perfect uh, toffee yeah they were just really eating like they really like uh, you would think maybe they get sick yeah they they've I think they've especially Paul has made, you know figured out some sort of you know system here um, I'm, I'm I'm glad that it sounds like they do have a couple down days between between shots because I wonder if that's all that they eat that day is just okay nothing but desserts today mm-hmm. uh so yeah, they they must have kind of figured it out, and I'm hoping that Matt Lucas has figured it out for this season too. But um, it's obviously you'll see it's a you know a small bite, and that's something I think we've always wondered, even like in podcasting about Top Chef, is that they they sit down and they end up having like twelve main dishes, and obviously they're not necessarily eating the whole thing, but. Yeah. Um, sometimes you'll hear people just want to like, actually, I'm going to go back and finish that, that one dish. So. Yeah. Wow. I mean, they've addressed that on top chef too. You know, they were, they, I've seen them make fun of, uh, the way, uh, Tom Calicchio like cuts things because he's like so surgical with his little knife and fork. And they're like, it's because we got to share this one, like amuse bouche amongst the nine of us. So I just got to get a little piece. And so maybe that's why like, it's not so bad. Cause you're just, you're really just trying to get the flavor and the texture. You know, you're not really devouring all of these. So 
I was kind of shocked when I saw Prue and Paul Hollywood actually devouring behind the scenes. They were still eating. I'm like, okay, well, while they're doing that, I guess I'm going to tear this, uh, this, uh, uh, Pamela or whatever it's called, Pamelova <laughs> up <laughs> behind the scenes. <laughs> the third challenge in the episode then was the showstopper challenge. Haley, what was the dessert they were making here? It was. What was the assignment? The assignment was a jacond imprime dessert. So a jacond is um. It's like an almond cake, I believe. Is that kind of what I, what I, what they wanted was a design. Yeah. They wanted a a sponge cake with a design on the outside filled with other things. So like mousses, jellies, jams, they wanted it like as a, it's like a trifle with a cake piece. I think this, this, the, the the key part of it is it's like I think what the the cake around the outside is the, is the main part. And then it's got some sort of decoration design like laced into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that cake was whooping their ass. I mean, don't get me wrong; that's what took out Maggie. But I do think that, like, had they kept that part a little bit more simple, they could have focused on all the complicated stuff on the inside. Because, like, uh, Jurgen, he is writing sheet music on his cake. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, what was the song? Not done that. What was the song? It, it uh, was "Past Time with Good Company." As time with good yes. company, it wasn't like his evil theme music. Yeah, no, it was past time with good company. And to be fair, he could have literally just put any notes on there and said, "This <laughs> yeah. is past time with good company." Who was about to pull out there? Like, <laughs> well, I am a practice musician. Beethoven's fifth. Yeah. <laughs> like, how that, dare you? I'm sorry that is supposed to be a quarter note. I looked like right, I, I realized that. Minor this is uh, <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus. Uh, don't bake my tart. <laughs> yeah, my flaky pastry tart or whatever it was. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought like, okay, you could have just like slapped down some eighth notes and quarter notes and called it a day. But he like legit was like, oh no, I'm going to be flashy here. Maybe that's why I wasn't rooting for him because I was like, like I, I saw my person going down, and I was like, "Well, you get her, get your foot off her neck. She's already losing. She's already flashy. <laughs> this guy's writing sheet music right. where Maggie can't even draw one strawberry. He said, mm. can't even get her strawberries good. You over here, like <laughs> just playing a little music. Like, get out of here, Jurgen. I have actually made it into a working music box. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Like it's a rotate, it plays, it plays the song for you, and she's over there just like stuffing her third cake into the, into the oven and praying. I don't know." Maybe I do hate somebody. <laughs> yeah. And Maggie's design that she made on her cake was also like super basic. It was like strawberry short. Like, I'm about to walk out of here. Like, <laughs> do I love work, this show? Strawberry. I think, yes, I, I, think I love this show. I haven't felt this strongly about a contestant in so long on a cooking show. That's why I stopped watching Top Chef because so many of my fans have been robbed. I'm about to walk out of here. It was basic. Was it supposed to be a Paris skyline initially? Wasn't it? And then, like when she had to redo it, it was like I'm just going with no, strawberries. I, no, she already she already yeah, she was going to go about, with strawberries. Yeah, she said something about Paris, but the like the she, drawing from our our buddy it was Tom just strawberries. was strawberries. And <laughs> like strawberries much, in Paris, duh. Yeah, and this is when Paul is like, Maggie, what did you do with your time? And she's like, I made it twice, Paul. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> the cake wasn't cake oh, enough. Damn. I, I, as much as I like chigs, I'm like, and this pattern was inspired by my sister's bathroom tile. Yeah, it's not I the most. <laughs> he didn't need to shout out his sister's bathroom. 
No, no. Like maybe his sister was getting like ten percent off if like uh, (laughs) Shigs could work in like a reference to the guy in her (laughs) bathroom to my contractor. (laughs) Um, No, I I thought that was pretty impressive because it was like make a design. Like okay, they don't know where her bathroom was. Like I'm just gonna throw something together real quick and call it a day while Giuseppe's over there composing music. Uh, So yeah, for (laughs) me, that wasn't Giuseppe. You don't know that. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Yeah, that was Jurgen. That was Jurgen. Jurgen and his damn cheap music. Yes. I'm still offended. Giuseppe yeah. was copying a cake his dad already made for somebody's wedding. Yeah, but it was a good idea. He's like, it means a lot to me. It's like, does it? I've never seen said cake. You could just be making this up. I feel, like, I feel like Amanda tried to go very sexy with both of her her desserts this week: the chocolate pavlov and then Adam's temptation dessert. Ooh. It's like, mm. girl. Yeah, but she and put like way wow. too much alcohol in it. <laughs> she yeah. was just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, I got some temptation for you. Booze. Prue, Prue. Prue likes the booze. Prue, girl, you know this for you. <laughs> I, feel like, yeah. I feel like Christelle also put a lot of rum in her. She's like, okay. Uh, it was basically like a Long Island with some cake around it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like pina colada. It sounded delicious. Una pina colada, por favor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> As the name of the cake, I don't know if where they, they love a pina colada flavored bake on this show. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, she went yeah. straight there. She was looking for it. What did what did Freya end up making with her fake egg whites? It was um, like a, a square. Orange. It, was, it was the square because it doesn't bend. And then it was chocolate. It was orange. They didn't hate it. But I knew, again, you could tell they were like, they hated mm. the idea they of it. They didn't yeah. hate the cake. They just hate Freya, the poor 19 year old young woman who's just like, trying her best. And they don't always like, just, hate the young people. I mean, that's. Yeah, they, it just tasted a little vegan for their taste. Like, <laughs> it's like, does this taste vegan y to you? It's a little mm-hmm. vegan. This could really be improved by some egg whites, honestly. <laughs> have, you, have, have you considered animal in your dessert? <laughs> like, it would be have nice. you considered not using chickpeas in a dessert? <laughs> <laughs> That's something you've considered yeah. coming on Bake Off, on British Bake Off, on the great British. This is yeah. a mediocre British Bake. So there right, was a different some really uh, exciting drama with this, where it's like they're running out of time, and not everybody's cakes have like a uh, like uh, hardened or be, like become like gelatin enough that it's gonna hold their shape they have things in the freezer there was a really great moment where amanda opens her freezer sees what's happening <laughs> slams the door <laughs> shut the door like, yeah ah, it's today. like she saw zool in there and was like uh, <laughs> close it close it don't go nobody go in there <laughs> nobody open Let's this just, you know what i'm i'm sick i gotta i have a cough <laughs> i think i have covid can i just She's like, like, that's not my cake running. That's my blood. So we can't eat it this week. I'm just going to need a pass. I actually got some of my blood in the cake because it did look like a crime scene uh, because it was just oozing out. Amanda, I'm sorry. She she was the scapegoat that I was looking for this episode. I was like, she's such a screw up. That Amanda sucks. But she she seemed to be doing fine. She just doesn't have any clue how to make these particular dishes on this episode. Every time they went to went to her face, she was like, I don't know what the hell a pamola yeah. is. Like she looked completely out of her depth in this episode. And her cake ultimately tasted good. <laughs> that was the Did other it? thing that saved it. That's what they said. Not, it tastes not delicious. Apple. Not 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 apple enough, right? Or was it? Yeah, they were like, it doesn't taste like apple. And I was like, like apple jacks, basically. Mm-hmm. Like it was the apple jack of cake. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, but look at George. We could have thrown George in the bus. He had a big ass layer of peanuts. Just they couldn't even cut it. through it. <laughs> he basically like, had like layered O. Henry bars in there, and you couldn't cut it through. It's like you ever put like a Snickers in the freezer. It's like indestructible. <laughs> or like trying to cut a Dairy a Queen of... ice cream cake. That chocolate yeah. fudge layer. You gotta. You have to like make sure your knife is hot, mm-hmm. and then like stab <laughs> it. Into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like. Like we at least you could cut uh you can cut Maggie's. You can't even cut George's. What's going Maggie's on here? You didn't need to cut it. It was bleeding <laughs> yeah, out. It's self cutting. It flowed onto your plate. Yeah. Yeah. This just feels like an attack on my girl. That was a sad moment when Maggie like had to like, all right, Maggie, we need you to like take your hand off the cake. And she <laughs> moves like, nah. her hand. She's like, it's uh-uh. it's done. You have to step away from your bake. It's done. She's like, I can't do, do it. it. Really? Like, like, hands up. I can't. Why? They, I just can't. I can't explain why, but I can't take my hands <laughs> off the cake right now. Like, Maggie, I'm going to oh. need you to step away from the cake, put your stuff away, and go home. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Poor Maggie, sad. what the hell? It was the second episode, Biscuit Week, or the, at the end, they had to make a cookie that was like a toy that you could play yeah. with. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> oh, Amanda's rocking horse. She's like, look, it's rocking. And then they're like, don't touch it. And she's like, yeah, but, and he just went. <laughs> but even Maggie's like, uh, like day, like she's like, I, I uh, like uh, grew up in the depression. We didn't have toys. Uh, yeah, the, like we had a ball in a cup to go to the ocean. The ocean was our toy. And they're like, make the ocean as a cookie. Yeah, yeah. No, she made, she made like, yeah. They were like, this is not. It was the, like a, it was like a diorama. Yeah, <laughs> like I played. I played with books when I was a child. Mm. So this. Well, that's actually what Jurgen did. He did make a book. Uh, windmill. Oh, no, that was the, uh, he made the windmill. Uh, yeah, the, sorry, the yeah, book was the gravity defying yeah. one. Where he had okay, I'm about to say, I'm sick mm. of Jurgen. He's just. Did, oh, no, he's so did he good. make the baby, or was that? He made the baby. He made the baby out of bread. That's what it was. It was a bread baby. Get him. That's where he flopped. Yeah, yeah, he flopped on that one. He had a bad bread week. Uh, but I'm watching this season just to root against Jurgen. I'm here. Jurgen had a good moment where. Uh, that when they were judging his cake, he was uh, saying like, uh, and there's like, uh, there's uh, also some pepper. And like, uh, uh, we saw uh, Paul Hollywood was like, yeah, I don't taste it. I, I, I yeah. don't taste pepper. And like, Jurgen's like, wait for it. <laughs> wait for it. And then like, it finally got him. <laughs> like, like, oh, oh, there it is. And then he pulls out his damn trombone and just starts playing this song that he wrote. I just, I hate him. Ah, curses. I He's so good. I didn't pick up on it the first time I was watching it, but during the rewatch, the first episode, you know, spoiler alert that uh, Jurgen wins had uh, Star Baker, and lots of times when someone wins Star Break Baker, they they get the camera of them calling like on speakerphone their loved ones, and he calls and it just keeps ringing, <laughs> and he's like, no I guess they're not home. Click, and that was the end of the episode. <laughs> that was just the end. Oh, it was magical. Mm. Jurgen, okay, okay. Oh, uh, that Jurgen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay, Rob. I, I know I sound like I'm a, a, a hating ass bitch, but I <laughs> yeah, I get just, it. You're up. You're upset. Yeah. You're upset. I just feel like you're, like dang, you won already. Damn, <laughs> like, we get it. Look, Maggie has may not be the star baker, but she has delivered many babies in this world, Chappelle. Yeah, I was like, well, girl, you, I don't know. Okay, I, I don't want you my touching child. my cakes after that. <laughs> right. like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know how many times you washed your hands. It is not enough. <laughs> right. Like, how many babies? After a while, you can't even get that off of you. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, like, and then, like, Maggie, not to question your, like, occupation or whatever, but if you can't bake a cake, girl, I don't know if I need you uh, delivering babies. 
let's mm. just slow down. Maybe not, you know. I mean, in fairness, in fairness, okay. Uh, as the only parent on the panel, uh, I will say that I'm not sure necessarily, like, if uh, bake, baking a cake is the same as delivering the baby. I feel like the delivering the baby is really, you're just taking the cake out of the, the oven at that the point. Oven, yeah. uh, well, like, good, good the, you didn't George need to know the recipe. Just the way he threw his pavlova, I wouldn't want him <laughs> near a baby. Yeah. You didn't need to know the recipe. And like, uh, everything's, you're just coming in for like, uh, you know, getting, the, like, taking this thing out. Yeah. You've already yeah. figured out the recipe for the baby, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. I, I'll give her some credit. Again, that's my girl. Maggie, come on, man. We got to, when is All Stars? When do we get Maggie's The Return there's of never, Maggie? There's never been an All-Star. What? How? Never. That's not what they do. The closest Every they have is you'll get, some pre- you'll get some holiday specials where yeah. they sometimes will bring back uh, like for like a three-week run some people from previous seasons. But sometimes it's yeah. celebrities. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but it's usually not more than like one episode. Yeah. Is the holiday the, special then all like uh, like holiday-themed recipes? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. See, bring back Maggie for the figgy pudding, and that would British people eat. <laughs> yeah, sticky, sticky figgy pudding. Honestly, if you're looking for a good laugh, watch one of the celebrity bake offs. Celebrity. <laughs> yeah, so they they'll do like a stand up to cancer celebrity bake off, and they are just hilarious, just so funny. Yeah, it's like nailed it so, basically with people you may or may not mm-hmm. have seen on British television. So who who have we had? What what are our big name celebrities? Because uh, I heard like uh, Terry Hatcher was on an episode. Ooh, Terry what? Hatcher, wow, yeah, yeah, I mean, she's huge. I heard I mean, uh, Professor X was on there with James McAvoy. Wasn't he on one episode? Oh yeah, he was. God, he's hot too. Oh my god, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, lives. Yeah. what? Let me live. <laughs> I, I, I wonder. I wonder what else. Like, I feel like, like if you did the the Great British Bake Off, but like the Great American Bake Off, like who was the celebrities that you could see uh, in our like uh, in our version of this show? Well, actually, because... what uh, um, the winner of the one of the latest American Bake Off seasons is an RHAP fan. Oh, oh. Let's say hi to Tina. She's probably listening. Hi, hi Tina. Tina. Hi, Tina. <laughs> Thank you, Tina. Yes. Yeah, well, you should have. Wow, we could we got could have get an interview with Tina. Where are they now? Mm-hmm. Find out if she knows uh, Maggie. <laughs> if she, uh, is she Maggie us on, on the cameo? Can I buy year? one for Chappelle? Oh yeah! <laughs> oh my gosh! I would cry. I would legit cry. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Which she know? I'm looking Maggie. it up now. What is her last name? Maggie Bake Off. Um, it's Morgan Higgledy Higgledy Pickledy. I don't know. That's a, that's not her last name. She just something she said. Higgledy Pickledy. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she know. used that word to describe like something that was like a big mess. She called it a, a Higgledy Pickledy. Higgledy Pickledy. We should use like, that ah! for like uh, like a uh, like a uh, Chappelle. Uh, that was not one of our uh, best podcasts. Like yeah, a little nah, bit of a Higgledy Pickledy. Daisy oh, yeah, Ridley it, was did a celebrity bake off. Oh wow! Yeah. What's funny is the Wikipedia uh, entry for this season. Uh, Maggie's one of the one of the two people who does not her last name is not listed. Uh Queen, Queen. She it's goes just by Maggie. just Maggie, just and I Maggie. go by just Chappelle. I mean, this woman, her power, her impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I I I appreciated this episode, Rob. So. Once at the end, they just get like, you are the star of the week. Like, it's yeah, like gold star. That, that's Honestly, like, Chappelle, it ends like Kid Nation episodes where it's like, no, uh, hey, no, no, no. hey, dad, I got the gold star. Like, what? Yeah, but those kids were getting like 50K. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I got a gold star. Whoa. Oh, yeah, that's great. It's worth $10,000. He got the gold oh, star. Shit. 
are. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a call home. Okay. You call home to be like, yeah, I got $10,000 this week and I'm nine years old, but Chig's winning the gold star and calling his family. I was like, yeah. Hey, you know, you're, you're never, never going to believe what I did. Remember, uh, my, uh, my sis's bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It got, it got the gold star approval from the great British baking show. Yeah. You like, actually, oh, okay. you actually leave bake off with less money than you started with because to do all the practices, <laughs> like they don't give you money to do the practice stuff. Like they, they, you know, give you money for, or they buy the ingredients on the day of, but like, they don't write you a check for the practice ones. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You'll be happy to know Maggie is on Instagram. Yes. Deploy the follow. I'm about to tell her you got robbed. Maggie, the, the, Maggie, the, the slide uh, into those DMs. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Maggie, the seaside baker <laughs> is her handle. The sea, oh yeah, what, yes. what, what, what you um, make like a seaweed uh, uh, cake and something? That sounds yeah, that seaweed. Was last, I think that was last week. Maybe it was yeah. the focaccia. Yeah. Maybe maybe I should just wait on my stand card real quick. Seaweed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She loves. I the think beach. I'm gonna wait. Yeah. I was gonna deploy the DM, but now I'm like, eh. she didn't want to okay. make it too salty because the seaweed is already too salty. But then uh, Paul Hollywood said not enough seaweed. <laughs> Her showstopper for Milk Week was things you'd find on a rock pool. Mm-hmm. Um. So what? yeah. yeah. What, is a, what is a rock pool? Like a pool, like where you would like on Survivor, it's where you would go when the tide is out to get the crabs and stuff that washed into. Yeah. Okay. It, oh, okay. So that that's was all she does. That ended up being the, uh, the the seascape one. Okay. Yeah. Maybe if I'd watched the first three episodes, I wouldn't be a very murky stand. But right now, based on what I saw, is justice for Maggie. I'm sending the DM. Hopefully, she'll come talk to us on the podcast. It'll be fun. Okay. All right. Anything else? Uh, great uh, British uh, baking show. No, I'm just happy you all were here to explain it to me because this I, was new. Yeah, like I just feel like if you are tuning to this podcast and you haven't seen it, stop what you're doing and watch the show because it's just mm-hmm. magical. Chappelle, I need you to watch the rest of the season. Rob, I need mm-hmm. you to watch every single episode of Remain. I got to keep going. It's just, it's, it's, it's the best show because it just, it's the most comfortable thing. If I'm, if I'm sad, like I want to watch Bake Off, it just makes me happy, and it's the best show on television. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see Chappelle root against Jurgen all season. <laughs> yeah, like I'm gonna be devastated when he wins, even though like it's clear <laughs> that he's like got he's like he looks like one of the front runners. But I mean, it does give me something to do uh, with my thing, watching. The thing with Bake Off is if if Jurgen's the best for four weeks in a row, and he really biffs it that fifth week, he's not staying. Like mm-hmm. they don't yeah. go based on merits from other weeks. It is like, what have you done for me lately? Yeah, and I don't want to sound like I hate Jurgen. I just am hating on him. You know, like I thought I thought he was pleasant and he, he did great. And I loved I knew that he was doing well this episode. I just really just thought we could get like a buyback or something from Maggie. Can we get like a fight back in or just like a Redemption like, Island? Mm-hmm. Redemption Island or the kitchen thing that they did on Top Chef, you know, where we have her like like Last the we voting. Last yeah. chance kiss you, yeah. Can I go online and vote for her or something? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, we we had a similar thing with the front runner last year, where uh, he was uh, a a young up and coming uh, ingenue when it came to baking. And there are a couple he comments he made about him. <laughs> we, he, he made some comments about like old people like in their thirties, and we were like, Haley ah! and Emily and I were like, okay, we're done with we're this done. guy. We're, we're done. done. Very talented. Yeah. Did he lose? Probably the sweetest guy. Did um, he lose? I plead the fifth. 
Ah, I need to go watch it so I can root against this guy. And it's, it you will have a lot of episodes you can root yeah. against him in that. Every, every single week, we'd be like, okay, this person's my new favorite. And then they'd go home. And we'd be like, okay, well, this person's my... They'd go home. It was... Mm-hmm. It was... It was... It was tough. It was a tough season. Uh, not okay. Not okay. Not old in our 30s. How dare he? Oh, I, he, I know he won. I can't. Stupid Jurgen. Jurgen number one. <laughs> Jurgen. Maybe Jurgen. All right. So Chappelle, we have to figure out what we're going to do next week. Yes. I mean, that's the fun of the show, right? We're kind of just letting Netflix tell us what's popular, what's hot, what's not, you know, uh, what's trending. We do. And we've been hitting a couple of those, you know, uh, definitely with Seinfeld was in the top 10 when we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that? Squid Game was in the top ten, and then um, yeah, now this, and so this was number ten, I think, when we finally uh got got yeah. the podcast to cover it. So, um, what's in this? What's up? T- what are we looking? Let at me give you some 10, highlights right? from the top ten right now. Right as of the recording time, a uh, Great British Baking Show uh is currently number one. ten. Ah, uh, yeah, as opposed to Great British Bake Off. So, yes. Yeah, we've okay. done Bake Off. Let's we've do the covered British Squid Game. Show. That's that's number two. But some other highlights from the top ten include number one. You, me? <laughs> no, Congrats, not Chappelle. Chappelle. Uh, number one number is one. you. That's number six. Yeah, <laughs> number oh, one Chappelle is you. Is number, number one is you. Oh, okay, but not me. Why <laughs> oh you? Okay. It's number one. <laughs> okay, so I mean that's a good choice. It did drop last weekend. Uh, I hate watch that show and I might have already hate binged it uh, yeah. already so I might be done with season three already Okay, but we can talk about maybe we'll talk about the first season Rob I know you're not familiar but we could probably do like maybe talk about the first episode or do you want to jump into season three on, on or, you uh, on me yeah uh, I'm, all, I'm yeah. open to, to whatever uh, Kurt or Haley do you have any recommendations Ooh, from the let top me 10 see. Yeah, or beyond beat. or trending yeah, well, or beyond let me look. I don't even remember. Let me um, also highlight uh, number eight, Going in Style. Uh, it is a movie starring uh, Morgan Freeman and also some other uh, like uh, older gentlemen like Michael Caine. It looks like it's, uh, it's like, hey, we're, we're old and we're uh, going to rob a bank. Morgan oh. Freeman is wearing a Mets hat. Michael Caine is oh. wearing a Yankees hat. Zach Braff was the director. Although it's not, I'm, it's it's from 2017. Interesting, but it is in the hmm. Netflix top. It's new. It might be new to Netflix, but uh, I do. Okay. I would like the listeners to send us more movie suggestions because I feel like that that is uh, definitely uh, much more like manageable for the listeners and for the podcasters to cover a movie on this podcast as opposed to uh, like ten episodes of a series. Yeah, probably. And I do like Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman. So, you know, that wouldn't be a bad decision. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the listeners are thinking about what's, or, or what's hot. I have been, I have seen a lot of conversation about you and uh, maybe I just don't run in the same circles That's that are talking number about one going contender. in style. Yeah. Number, yeah. number five on the top 10 in Canada today is Minions. That looks like a movie. Minions? Why like, is that um, so hot? I don't know. Like, is um, like, is that like Despicable Me? Despicable Me, the yeah. little yellow people? Yeah. Yes. Minions. Hmm. Why is it I have not seen that movie? in Canada? Yeah, we don't get that here in the States. I don't know. Um, and Despicable Me, too, is number nine. So uh, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. <laughs> 
I would yeah. say if you're if you're looking for a Halloween uh, themed movie, I just recently watched. There's an Italian movie called A Classic Horror Story on. Is Giuseppe Netflix. in it? Uh, mm. I don't believe so. No, mm. um, which was which was really good. And then actually, I'd say if people enjoyed this, maybe just more with Kurt's watching and maybe not for the nothing but Netflix. But if you like Squid Game, I highly recommend Alice in Borderland, the Japanese series that. I actually liked better than Squid Game, but yeah. it shares a lot of DNA with it. So I feel like that, uh, yeah, I've heard that Alice in Borderland. And then I also feel like that there's another one like Money Game and like Money uh, Heist. Money Heist, right. And, and did Squid Game rip off one of those? I don't think Squid Game ripped off anything because I think that's been in development since 2008, technically. Yeah. Uh, so if anything, uh, they might have. Money Heist is more of like a classic heist of a Spanish uh, bank Got sort it. of story. Uh, but Alice in Borderlands a little bit more of a uh, sci-fi horror, um, but it, it has some similar DNA to like games and death. If you want to see where it overlaps with Squid Game, got it. But uh, really liked it. Okay, so okay, you is uh, the number one contender right now. Uh, we will see if we can be convinced otherwise uh, here during the week. Uh, if you have a case to make at Chappelle's underscore show. On Twitter, I'm at Rob Sesternino on Twitter. And uh, let us know what you're thinking. Well, also, Rob, I think we're going to launch the the Twitter page. You know, I've yeah, known you've got for... A, uh, you've got a Twitter page? What is... Do you have a Twitter handle? Yeah, I think I think I have that all set up. I had to call my people uh, because I was like, I don't want to be the one to create the Twitter page. But I did have to... I did know, like, calling some favors. Uh, so I think Wait, you have, we like, have a social it. media intern? I know hmm. people. I know people who do things. I mean, you it know, makes sense. So, I mean, I, that like for the amount of tweets that you have going out, like it's no, no, no. Uh, unimaginable my, that, my, you, that you're awake that whole time. <laughs> all my tweets are my own. Thank you, Rob. Hmm. Uh, but I was looking for somebody who could manage our social media for um, the Nothing But Netflix um, Twitter account. And so I think we have that going live. Uh, let me see if it's already What up. kinds of things will the Twitter account be tweeting? They're going to take all these suggestions. Oh, don't tweet me. Okay. <laughs> don't tweet me. Tweet the Twitter account. You can and put me on the tweet. I like to see the suggestions. Yeah, put Rob on the tweet. I mean, put me on the tweet, but don't think like I got a direct line. Because I feel like that if tweet I don't the- hear anything, I guess people don't like this podcast. We'll continue covering the Great British Bake Off if that's the case. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's called Nothing But RHAP. That's the Twitter account. Nothing But RHAP. Okay. But, <laughs> but, nothing but, but RHAP. But it only talks about nothing but Netflix. Yeah, but if you go to the Twitter account, you'll see that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think nothing but Netflix handle is too long. Okay. You can't really, it doesn't, I mean, you have to find a fancy abbreviation for the word nothing. But, not, a, uh, not, not about Netflix? Yeah, not about <laughs> Netflix. Uh, but nothing but Netflix is too long, so nothing but RJP is what it stands today. And so it's it's live. Tell people to go follow it. Okay, go check it out. All right. Yeah. Kurt, uh, anything interesting you have coming up? No, not really. You'd just, just be uh, baking... Yeah, if I get back to that, uh, just follow me at Kurt Clark. With yeah, two if you love food, on, check out Kurt's Instagram. I'm either baking or trying to get out of a locked room. So those are kind of the two themes in my social media. <laughs> those yeah. things can overlap. Yeah. <laughs> Is there an overlap? I've I mean, never done baking. a baking-themed escape room. Mm-hmm. I've had to open the doors very quickly in my apartment due to excessive smoke from my oven, though. So oh. that's the closest I have it the other way. Yeah. All right, well, Kurt, uh, pleasure having you back uh, to talk about the uh, Great British Baking Show. And then, Haley, I know uh, that we have uh, another podcast date later this week when you're going to be talking to the Survivor Feedback Show uh, with us uh, this weekend. 
on RHAP, but I know it's a big week in the world of The Bachelor. Big week, big week. The second season of The Bachelorette uh, of 2021 is coming up this Tuesday. It starts. I can't believe it. It feels like I have been covering The Bachelor Mm. for five years this year. (laughs) (laughs) Like it has been endless. Just just truly nonstop with The Bachelor content. Bigger than ever. Um, I'm not complaining. Mm -hmm. I have a great time doing it. It's just a lot for me emotionally. Um, but I'm really excited to talk to you about Survivor later this week. I just assumed I was doing the patron Q&A this week instead of the actual feedback show because now the feedback show is for big people. Mm-hmm. So it's an honor that I get invited back uh, season after season. So what yeah. a thrill. What right. a thrill. So we'll be uh, talking later on this week. Make sure you subscribe to The Bachelor Podcast. We have a brand new link for you to go to. Go to robiswebsite.com slash bachelor feed. Amazing. Even if you don't watch The Bachelor, I would suggest subscribing to the podcast. Subscribe on your friend's phone. Yeah, that's what I do. Or if you go into the Apple store, subscribe on all the phones in there. If you like Haley. That's hilarious. Yeah, just, just, yeah, if you like me or even if you, please don't say you don't like me. I can't, I'm, I can't handle that. Just if if you you don't don't like like Haley, keep keep it to yourself. That's your problem. Yeah, that's, I I can't take that on. Not, not right now. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And of course, we love you, Ellie. Chappelle, uh, we want to remind everybody to subscribe to the Nothing But Netflix dedicated feed. Go to robiswebsite.com slash Netflix feed as well. Chappelle, uh, what uh, podcasting adventures do you have this week? Okay, I am still covering The Walking Dead on postshowrecaps.com. And so Jessica Lee, AJ Mass, myself, and um, Josh Wiggler are, should be talking about the premiere of Fear the Walking Dead this new season and uh, The Walking Dead World Beyond because The Walking Dead proper has just ended. So like Haley, five years straight of podcasting about The Walking Dead, almost around this the clock, year. nonstop, every day. Just this year. Yeah. Just five this years, year. this, like, and not five, like, oh, I've been doing it for five years. No, like in no. 2021, it's been five years of the bachelor yeah like and congratulations happy anniversary to us five years we made it um so yeah it's so of only course october right exactly like we still have time to do more <laughs> but yeah so we're doing the walking dead over there um so that's always fun check that out uh of course i'm on silent podcast covering never have i ever with sasha joseph and we just started season two i think the first episode's already out and the second episode's coming up soon um and then uh oh Saturday. I have a really big thing coming up Saturday. So Maggie Morgan invited me uh, to to, uh, to participate in like a Big Brother online something type of game. Yeah. I've never done one of these things before, huh. but it's inspired to raise money for uh, Molly's cancer treatments. Her uh, amazing person named Molly who will be uh, like like benefiting from the money that's uh, raised from that. And so we're going to play a crazy game of Big Brother uh, online and I think they're going to Twitch it, Twitch stream it or whatever. I don't know. I've never done this before, but I'm doing it. And I'm excited. And hopefully we can bring in some money for this amazing person. Uh, and then finally, uh, I have something else on Post Show Recaps that's coming up. But I don't think I can talk about it yet. So uh, uh, be on the lookout for that. That's Subscribe fine. to PostShowRecaps.com uh, and Post Show Recaps on Apple so you can see my new secret project that we're working on. All right. Uh, great stuff all around. Uh, we'll see what we're going to have uh, coming up uh, next week. We've got all the Survivor coming up on RJP this week. Uh, that It's not on Netflix, but we talked about Leprechaun 4 on Robin Akiva, the podcast. Leprechaun 4, colon, in space. Uh, Le- I haven't Lep- listened to space. that yet. Yeah. 
How did it go? What was the like the overall? Well, how, how, how that, we we do not condone the behavior of uh, of the, <laughs> the leprechaun, and boy, he was uh, really up to uh, his like uh, you know usual misbehaving deeds. And uh, I, I don't know, I don't know about the the, the this this. Uh, the, I don't know if I recommend the film. Oh, okay. Well, you know, Leprechaun Five is Leprechaun in the Hood. Yeah, you know, I'm yeah, down. Yeah, okay. you know, if you need me next October, you know what? next October, you know how to you know where to reach me, okay. Rob. Call All right. me. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll be back uh, next time. Have a good one. Bye. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.